Well, glad to have you back. 10 Minutes of Truth, Ephesians chapter 6. And uh, we're going through uh, verses 10 through 20. And um, I'm hoping you're enjoying this study. It's been incredible for me. Um, and so uh, I've come up with these this idea, and uh, Chad Seabright and what we're doing at the training center has really helped us. But um, it's to give these, you know, on our, on our sermon podcast, when people um, follow us, I'm, I'm traveling around, I'm teaching and preaching at these churches and conferences and camps and colleges and all this. So I record those. Well, they're, you know, like an hour long and sometimes it's just a lot to take in. And so, you know, to be able to break it down and go through it in a, in a shorter time, I'm hoping is helpful. So, hey, uh, this is... Uh, um, just my attempt in, in, in bringing us along and, and helping us understand what we're, we're finding here in the text. I've been studying, as I've been talking about on these, uh, our, uh, you know, the, the letter uh, that Paul writes to the church in Ephesus when he's in prison. And uh, it's, it's the whole book, I, I really think, is just uh, kind of lit on fire. It's set ablaze from uh, verse 12 of chapter 6 where he just says, listen, when it comes down to it, you don't wrestle, you don't fight. Your fight, your battle is not flesh and blood. It's spiritual. And again, he's writing this from a Roman prison, which is crazy. I mean, they're burning Christians at the stake. It's terrible, man. It's the world power of their day, you know. And um, that sounds so strange to talk like that, especially as Christians, modern day Christians. I mean, we you read Facebook and we wouldn't seem to have it doesn't seem it doesn't seem that we have a a new testament biblical perspective on our world uh, we tend to think our our world can be uh, you know made better the issues can be solved if we just had the right physical solution and you know paul just didn't think that way and so i've just been really intrigued with this letter i mean the church itself is just tremendous. It's a tremendous church in the New Testament. It was very healthy. There's very little criticism about the church, especially the church during uh, Paul's um, influence, you know, over, over probably a 25 or 30 year period. And so just a really significant church. And and I've been really intrigued in recent days with, um, uh, again, chapter 6, verses 10 through 20, which is this armor of God, spiritual armor um, section that we have, we've not just been left here to be uh, bullied and, 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 you know, we've been left, we've been equipped that, that through the Holy Spirit, God dwelling with inside the Christian, we've been equipped in the spirit to deal with these spiritual struggles that we face uh, and offer spiritual solutions to the physical problems in our world. That's huge. Let me say that again. We've been offered in Christ spiritual solutions to the physical problems in our world. Our, 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 con- our contribution to what's going on in our world as a body of believers and as Christians is spiritual. And I just really believe that. So we're diving in. And um, again, uh, you know, hope you watch the first 10 minutes of truth. If not, go back and look at that because I'm not going to repeat that. Uh, but we're looking at specifically two infinitives. And in this study, in this little 10 minute uh, time period where we're going to investigate uh, this passage on a greater detail, breaking it down. We're going to look at the second infinitive, which is in verse 13. The first infinitive, um, which is in verse 11, uh, histemi uh, means to stand, and it's more of a defensive aspect. So we covered that. Verse 13, you have another infinitive, and it's the same Greek word, histemi, but what's added to it is anti. 
So it's to stand against. Uh, it's a compound word. So with these two words to put together. So it is standing, but it has, again, this against aspect to it, and which tells you, along with some other you know, words in the verse, that it's a direct assault. That there's more of you're you're on offense. It's not just you're just standing there. You're actually participating in the fight. Um, in verse eleven, it's more of you know you see through the lies. You're not necessarily doing anything, but you see through the schemes of the enemy. Here in verse thirteen, you're actually fighting. Okay, so this is more of an offensive aspect uh, to the weaponry in which we're equipped with. And you see it even in the translation I'm reading out of the NIV. But verse thirteen reads, "Therefore, put on the full armor of God." Okay, so he says that. Also, in verse 11, put on the full armor of God. And then it has the same conjunction, so that, okay? It says that in verse 11, put on the full armor of God, so that, okay? And here, when the day of evil comes. Now, in verse 11, it was that you can take your stand, okay? You're not going to fall over in the midst of all this junk that's going on in the world that they faced and we face, okay? That's spiritual. You're not going to be sucked into it. Okay, that's verse 11. But here, it's literally the day of evil. Now, the day of evil is significant. It's used, that kind of the day of language is used, both Old Testament, New Testament, and it, it, it always signifies a particular event. This is not just general schemes. In fact, the word scheme is not even used here in verse 13. This is a direct assault. It's like a ground assault, okay? So when this day of evil comes, this time of, of battle, like this is an actual fight when it comes to your doorstep. It's one thing to have the schemes of the world, but it's another thing when the fight comes to your doorstep, okay? He says, you're going to be able to stand against. Now, in the NIV, I like it, actually. It says to stand your ground. In other words, there's ground that the enemy wants to take. He wants to come in and he wants to take possession um, of authority. He wants to take ground in your life and you can stand your ground. In other words, you're not going to give it to him. Okay. You're not going to give him that. So this is literally a, it's an aggressive fight kind of language. Okay. And there's several examples of this in the new Testament, um, you know, where that word is used for confrontation and it's like this battle and, and someone wins and someone loses kind of a, kind of an idea. But what he's saying here in, in verse 13 specifically is that there's going to be a time when the enemy is going to come at you and literally, whether it be through sickness, uh, whether it'll be through a kind of a mental torment. I don't know if you've ever had an attack with anxiety or fear or depression. That's real. Oftentimes, again, we, we want to, it seems like in this, in this day and age of the church in which we live, we want to default to the physical. I want to go get a pill to solve, you know, something that's going on with me and my mental health, as it's called. And I think that's legit. I think there are some, uh, hear me, I think that there are times when you have physical, you know, problems and, hey, we, you know, it's a part of the fall, living in a fallen world, I get it. But you don't have to automatically default to the physical that um, sometimes these are not physical issues. These are spiritual attacks from the enemy. And sometimes they're physical that can be healed through the, the spiritual. And, um, so I've had in, in the past, I've had bouts, uh, a long time ago, I had bouts with, um, um, anxiety, these anxiety attacks. I struggled with depression. I think everybody has, uh, you know, and, and for me, it was not a biological issue. It was a direct attack of the enemy. And I learned how to, to say no to the enemy that you don't have permission to assault me with fear. You're operating illegal against me, uh, legally against me. 
Um, I've had bouts of sickness that were not physical. We tend to want to default to the physical, that these things have been spiritual attacks. In fact, I, I mentioned that in a sermon. See, this is the day of evil. There's going to be times when the enemy is going to come at you both physically, mentally, emotionally, a variety of ways. Okay, and, and you're going to be able to take your stand. Paul says, test the spirits. He says, take every thought captive. I mean, this is, it's a part of living as Christian. And it's crazy as I've preached this, I hope, I just think about this. As I've preached this, I've watched people in the audience. They're like, they don't know what to do with this. <laughs> they're like, you know, this is like new, a brand new idea for them. And uh, it, that sh- it just, it shouldn't be that strange, you know? This shouldn't be that strange that we live in a spiritual world and we're going to receive spiritual attacks. I mean, we, we read, you read all about it in the New Testament. You know, why would that time be any different than this time? So there you have it. Verse 13, there's two infinitives, which uh, we've also covered on the 10 minutes of truth, these three commands uh, language. Actually, I actually don't think we did a 10 minutes of truth on that, but I do had a sermon that came out and uh, it's verses, um, I think it's 11 or 10 through 13, and it's on these three commands. And um, these are the two infinitives. They're completing the thought of the main verb. So I hope that's made sense to you. I hope it really helps you. Man, I just want to encourage you, man. Just dive into this study with us. And man, just ask God to open your eyes. And and uh, let's, let's close in prayer. Lord, I just pray for those who are, um, you know, listening on this podcast and uh, taking time to really study your word and learn about who they are in Christ, that we wouldn't just be first off, sucked into the schemes of, of, of this world from ungodly men who are deceived from the, from the enemy of our soul. We just wouldn't, we wouldn't buy into the lies that an ungodly world does. But also, Lord, when the enemy comes and attacks us, I pray that you would give us wisdom beyond our years and insight to be able to identify the attacks of the enemy. At least test it. We don't have to receive all the sickness that comes into our life. We don't have to receive all the mental illness things, the attacks mentally, the depression, the anxiety, the fear, all these. We just don't have to to immediately accept that as a natural part of living in this fallen world. We don't just have to naturally accept that as a natural part of this fallen world. We just have to just accept that. We We can say, hey, hold on. This may be a spiritual attack. And I pray you would help guide us and we could live free and we could help others who are, who are victims of the schemes and the direct attacks of the enemy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hope you're loving this. I'm loving Sharon. See you next time. For more information, visit www.jeremiahbullockministries.com. That's www.jeremiahbullockministries.com.